I mean, we are who we are. We're going to be rebellious, even when it's good <laughs> or bad. We're going to shine. I mean, I was just thinking about TikTok. Like, <laughs> that's, like, so popular, like, internationally. And you can, you can learn so much just from that. But you can also be a part of something more than yourself through those outlets and by being. So I know we were just talking about, you know, the like what we would do if we had the opportunity to, you know, empower the whole world and, you know, the effects of social media onto that. But Garrison, I want to piggyback off what you said in um, your your introduction. You said success in a country where progress is and should be praised, not neglected. Can you kind of like, you know, elaborate on what you meant by that? Yeah, most definitely. So my whole life, but uh, now looking back, I think that was such a selfish statement because, I mean, who wouldn't want wisdom? And to wish you didn't have as much wisdom is just ignorant, in my opinion now. And I think my understanding for my nation is what helped me realize the essence of wisdom and how important it is for myself and for my nation as a whole. And wisdom impacts our nation because when you know the, what the problem is in our nation, and it goes beyond just notice, noticing and recognizing the problem, wisdom comes from looking past the problem and ways to solve it. And that's so important in America, especially now, because I've been blessed and you can do so much. Great. That was great. All right. Um, so after hearing your intro, Cassie, I just had a question for you. If we were just to all showcase and pinpoint negatives, we would never look forward and progress, which is what I said, success in a country where progress is and should be praised, not neglected. I've lived a good life, which I'm thankful for. Um, but I do remember when I was younger, I'd oftentimes say I just wish I wasn't so smart because people would either bash me when I didn't do well in school or if I did do well and they asked me, they'd say, oh, you're bragging because you do well in school. Or the- we yeah. make these assumptions about people without knowing them as a person. So, yeah. Yeah, like stereotypes for sure. For sure. Yeah, I think that was definitely, like, it has to do with historically being rooted, kind of, like, in our nation, if you think about it. Um, yeah. Just, like, prejudice in general, mostly, mostly people are, like, seen for, like, their outward appearance, if you yeah. know what I mean. And I speak on all these misconceptions that we as Americans make, but I do feel like there is a light at the end of, end of the tunnel where if we just move past all the stereotyping of each other, we can truly like embody what America is supposed to be, the land of opportunity. The 11% represents the percentage of Black kids, including myself in my childhood dance class. 13 represents the Black percentage in my school's orchestra currently. 19% represents the Black percentage in the Electrical Cooperative Scholarship recipient. So Garrison just mentioned that in our country, that success should be praised and not neglected. So Carrington, I wanted to ask you a question about your introduction. You were mentioning the black percentages in all of your major successes in life, in your lifetime. How do you feel with black people and how can we continue 
I feel like everyone goes through a sort of mental crisis in their teenage years. Like leading up to senior year, a lot of questions arise when it comes to who we are and who we want to be in the future. And I believe that living in America gives us the opportunity to decipher ourselves. We have the luxury, the privilege to choose who we are because we have a strong foundation to support us, our country. Gabby, I completely agree with your statement. It was really inspirational and really true to what teenagers are experiencing. Due to the fact that Generation Z has been through so many things. We've been through the pandemic, not going to school for almost a year and a half, and are only 16 to 18. But I also feel like the luxury and the privilege blinds us from seeing the real opportunity that our country provides for us due to these events and due to our generation being so divided. But overall, our strong foundation will support us. Yes, I definitely agree. If I was to ask you a question, I'd just say, with the events Generation Z have experienced recently, how has your faith in this country changed with these events occurring, such as the pandemic and Black Lives Matter and several other events? So I think that the events have, they're going to like impact us really well in the future. I think especially our generation is kind of more open-minded and outspoken than others and we're not afraid to fight for exactly what we want and what we need for everyone about the success that we've made as a country to progress as a country in that aspect so um as a young black female um i feel like america has tried its best and has done its best and put their best foot forward in making black people you know um elevate in some sense but also you have to think about the past few years and the older generations like mindset which passes down to my generation and the generation after me so the success of a black person we in, in parallel to a white person let's say um we're going to the same college we take the same classes we're going to the same route same career field everything but they will get there before i do no matter where we start when we start and that, that's how it's always been yes we are trying to break out of that and yes it has been broken out of but has anyone ever thought of once the black person gets to the top, they're all by themselves because there's no one else like them up there. And I feel that America neglects that because once they get one to the top, they feel like that's enough for everyone. And in my introduction, I kind of play off of the percentages. So no matter, like I said, no matter how high we get, you know, there you're either going to be by yourself or there's going to be only eight other people with you or two other people one, or one other person. And even though, you know, it's good to have another person, I feel like there it needs to be more. And that's where, like, you know, America can work on fixing that or, you know, work on the mindset of teaching kids to elevate instead of giving into stereotypes. And that's with all nationalities, races, everything, you know, that's just mindset, getting out of the gutter, out of negativity or getting out of the past but overall america has really like i said in the beginning put their best foot forward and i'm glad to see it and i hope by the time it's time for me to reach the top that there'll be another you know some more people that look like me up there with me so kind of like the concept you can put someone like up and you can help them get there mm -hmm. but what are you doing to keep them there 
Exactly. See, yep. you hit it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, I also agree with everything that everyone's saying, but we also have to think about like, like different people's perspectives of these events. Because I mean, on our exactly. point of view, we um we are seeing like, yeah, this is great. Like these things are changing. America is moving, but also <clears throat> our point of view of America and our country isn't the same as per se generation X or the millennials. And then those are our parents, our grandparents and us protesting for black lives matter may offend someone or, you know, for LGBTQ rights. It's, it's a lot to think about. And I think a lot of people don't understand how much, consideration um generation z puts into these protests and these ideas before they start you know lecturing us about this is our country you can't do this this but this is also our country too and we're emerging leaders and i feel like we're very strong held on our where we want to go and what we're doing so i absolutely right and like you said about different people and their perspectives with the recent events and not only even though the events have affected generation z hands-on like as students high school students having to go virtual this and that the side effects of these recent events and the pandemic do affect the older generations as well as our parents they're seeing the effects it has on us and that affects them that uh, brings a lot to the different events that we have time to discuss and bring to our attention with COVID and this and that because that that time allows us to discuss them and realize where we are in our nation and what needs to be addressed and progressed like I said in my introduction and by doing so uh, we can show the older generations that change is possible and that it needs to come to our nation and it is in the process of doing so I think We've been really fortunate to get circumstances that really open our eyes and we get to see all different things that our parents, grandparents didn't necessarily get to see or they saw it in a way. For Yeah. Um, and we are allowed to truly form opinions on things because we're seeing it every day on the news, in schools or where like everywhere so yeah i just think we're really fortunate to be given even the hardest of circumstances the past couple of years yeah especially the hardest circumstances you know in school and then just you know with george floyd and brown and taylor ahmaud aubrey all these events that they don't only affect the one race or black people in general it affects everyone because it's really it's a lot to take in as young people because you know you read about it <laughs> they teach it but then it's so close and the closer it gets the scarier I think people are getting like they're getting more scared like what if this is going to happen to us and or someone we know someone we love and then we can't go we're scared to and like you know verbalize our concerns but at the same time we're not we also have social media so it's easy to type a few words out and put it out there which I think like also another fortunate thing we're very fortunate to have that here too to be and able that to- just 
I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Oh, no, go ahead. But, and that just goes back to what we were saying about what America is to us, and it's just a land of opportunity. Because I know several other nations aren't granted that opportunity to voice their mind or whatever they're experiencing <laughs> at that moment. So that's a, a blessing as an American to be able to do that. Absolutely. Right. And like what y'all were saying about social media and us just having that as a luxury, I think that has helped, especially during quarantine, just being at home and seeing everything on the news, it has helped to like educate everyone because education is what's going to eventually like resolve things. Just people being aware of what's happening and being aware of like societal issues. So I know we just discussed how it's important to note the different age gaps and how the recent events have affected not only uh, our age of people, 16 to 18 years old or younger and students in high school, but the uh, elderly and older generations as well. But beyond just the age gap, what's the importance and how these events affected uh, different regions, not only in America, but in different countries and internationally? How do you believe our generation can impact change, not only within America, but the whole world? Um, so we, like we were talking about earlier, social media is like a great gateway for change. Not only that, we're an outspoken generation. So it's very easy. Well, most of us, um, it's very easy for us to, um, voice how we feel. We have a lot of outlets, um, along with our parents, our schools. Um, there's a lot of different types of clubs. I know like, um, different ethnicities and nationalities you, you we're acknowledging them in places that um need they need to be acknowledged at their school and outside clubs in the community so through social media the clubs that our community provides that's a gateway for change for everyone and i think um just with our ages and just the age in general like social media like how you were saying we are really united and we have a sense of community within and we're really accepting of bringing other people into that. So I think just in general, we're going to be able to fight for literally everyone. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely think um, like living in America, being given all the resources we are given to speak out against what we feel is wrong. We can get people to join us no matter where we're from, like who we are, because one person can make the difference in our society today. Like I could text one of my friends and be like, hey, you want to start the revolution? I feel like it can just <laughs> happen, you know? What do you think the driving force is behind these judgments when it comes to just different people in their lives? And how do you think we could combat them as a nation? Um, I definitely think that... There are a lot of driving forces behind it, but I think above all, we have politics. A lot of politicians make others out to be some type of way just because what they look like, where they come from. For instance, like Hillary Clinton was a white female and she spoke out about sexual assault and harassment and that automatically turned every white female into someone exactly like Hillary Clinton 
and I'm not saying that's like our biggest fish to fry like there's so much more with the country but I do think that like politics has a lot to do with it um because politicians do make each other out to be like the head of every single person like that like Obama is seen as the head of every single African-American man in America if that makes sense um I think there's a there's a lot behind it for sure and I think if we like look past gender if we look past race if we look past social status like we can't assume anything about anybody just because the clothes on my back are nice and they are brand new like they aren't hand-me-downs doesn't mean that I lead a perfect life like just because this politician has money doesn't mean they lead a perfect life and I think that's often a misconception in America and that ruins opportunities for other people because like I am seen as having a perfect life so I should be able to have a full ride through college or I should be able to pay off college if I don't have a full ride through right and it we definitely helps support system yeah exactly and living in america like courageous as we are absolutely we'll stand out to others and be a lot to other nations that may not have those liberties that we have and likewise our generation 